Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm John. Got my cue that time. Yeah, that's John Ryan. He's here for our big digital camera show. John Ryan is a professional photographer going back way back. Uh, You got your degree in Texas, right? Yeah, yeah. I graduated from Sam Houston with my master's in 1986. You didn't have to do that, but okay. It yeah. goes way back. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's when film was definitely film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember the first digital camera. It was a Sony, mm-hmm. a Mavica, and it was awful, mm-hmm. but it was still digital. Right. And then Apple came out with their Quick Take 100. They were first? Well, they came out after the Mavic. It was, yeah. but that was kind of a cool little space spaceship looking camera. Yeah, yeah. Still awful pictures. Yep. But you know, Carmen brought in his Fuji all the time when he was probably yeah. that. That was early on. That thing was like a two thousand dollar body or something like that. Back yeah. Then. Yeah, I had my uh, Olympus thirty uh, thirty. I paid eighteen hundred dollars for that, Jeez. and it's just like a little point and shoot. Yep. Yep. But I actually, it paid for itself in two jobs. Oh yeah. I still have it. You you can actually buy them on eBay for fifteen dollars now. Crazy. Yes. Yeah, All sad. right. We're going to try to take your call. So feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. Two lines open for you. We're going to go to Jack in Glastonbury first. What's happening, Jack? Hey, how's it going? Good, good. How about you? Good. Hey, uh, I don't know. Can I do a, I don't know if I can do a plug about scanning. There's a company in um, Connecticut that provides that service. And I sure. listened to the other guy's call. Yeah, go ahead. It's a, yeah, it's Milford Photo. Okay. Uh, and they've got a website. You can see all the pricing and everything on on it. I've not used that, but I'm planning on doing so, going to them and seeing if they can scan some 35 millimeter color slides. Uh, nice. And uh, see how it works out. But th- th- that's a service that they provide. So cool. You know. Well, locals better uh, than as far as we're concerned. Locals yeah. best. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're quite a. I know that several photographer friends of mine. Uh, Always refer to them as a good camera store. So right. yeah. anyway, well, they're one uh, of the last ones left in the state. Yeah, that's true. You yep. got, I think you got them, and then there's one down in Stamford. Yeah, I can't ever remember the name, but they have a rental studio too. But yep. yeah, I mean, they they probably have one of the digital 
uh, printers where, you know, like you had negatives, you'd go in and get them printed at a one-hour lab. Well, they also have the capability to scan the files because they got to scan the, fi- the uh, media anyway to right. make the print. So you scan it, it goes back to the computer, you export it, burn a CD or DVD, and you've got all the files. Cool. Yep. So what, we, what can uh, John do for you, Jack? Yeah, um, I've got a question. It's a general question about uh, cameras and the sun. Now, I do a lot of landscape photography. Sure. And I've shot the eclipse on three different e- occasions, both when we had film and now with digital. So I'm, I'm really familiar with it with the methods uh, to protect your camera and all of that kind of stuff. But uh, the, the, the issue I have is I, I see this all the time. Uh, you, you see it in movies a lot where they have the sun in the, in the, uh, in the uh, movie, you know, and, and, uh, or they're, uh, like when you're watching golf or something, they'll have the sun in part of the scene. And, you know, you read the stuff that says, oh, don't ever point your camera at the sun unless you got a, fil- a special filter on it, you know. Hmm. And I and I, you know, I'm taking pictures in the woods, and you know, a lot of times the sun's coming filtering down through, and and I'm trying to block it out. And and people with iPhones, I mean, they don't even know. I'm sure they don't even know about that. So they're setting up a photo, and there's a sun in the background. So how what what is a true story on the sun? with respect to your camera and what, whether it can do damage or not. You know what I'm hmm. saying? Well, the sun being the brightest part of the image is going to cause the pixels on the sensor where that falls to kind of, you know, go into overdrive and it's going to push off onto the surrounding pixels. Um, the best way to handle that, and you can get them, is you get a gradated neutral density filter. Now you use you doing landscape stuff. I'm sure you've heard of those. Yeah. And, and then you put the darker part up the sky at the sky, so right. it takes the sun down and also gradates the sky. So you get okay, kind of a gra- richer color. Gradated, like a graduated type of yeah, filter gra- from yeah, the darkest to yeah, the lightest. Yeah, so gr- uh, gr- graduated um, filter. Neutral density. You'll go from like nothing to full. Interesting. Full density. Yeah. Um, you can get those. Uh, oh gosh. Um, I forget the or company. Or you can get them at B&H or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can get glass. Actually, you know, motion pictures, that's what they do. They have multiple gradated neutral density filters, and but they also use uh, matte boxes and things like that cool. to right. block the sun. But you can get gradated filters and the mount, and it slides right in front of the camera. Koken. Back yeah, in Koken. the, uh, yeah, Koken has gradated filters. Go on eBay. You can probably find them for like three, four bucks because yeah. people would buy those and go, oh, this is great. And they'd never use them. Mm-hmm. Right. What about his question, though, about damage? So let's say oh. he doesn't use the filter and he takes that picture. Is it going to damage the back of his sensor? Uh, no, because no? because of the br- the brightness of the sun, unless you're shooting on manual, the brightness of the sun is going to cause the, scent, the, the uh, light meter in the camera to go, hey, this is bright. And it's going to go click, click, done. So, you know, the, the, sun oh. will be, the sun will be exposed and everything else will be dark. Now, if you're shooting on manual, you manually metered the scene. Yeah, the sun will blow out, um, but I, you're not doing you're not doing minutes long exposures during the daytime. Right. So no damage. No, no damage. So go ahead and take, go you. shoot away, Jack. <laughs> yeah, just, just to clarify that. So let's say you got a group of people. You got your your iPhone, which I use as well, uh-huh. and you got you got them situated. Now you're like you're panning and zooming the to get the best setup, and the sure. sun is in there. So now that sun is coming into the lens. Without it being uh, 
you know, that's not I like. It's not being stopped with a shutter or anything right. like that. Uh, is is that going to hurt it as long as you're not, you know what I'm saying, you're not just holding it there for a long period of time? No, no. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be such a brief exposure because that sun is going to overrule the rest of the exposure. So you, if you're panning, you're going to have great shot, great shot, great shot. Oh, my God, why did it get dark? Great yeah, shot, yeah. great shot, great shot. And that will be where the hmm. sun is. Okay. You know, and if you're doing groups of people with an iPhone, personally, I'd move them. I'd have oh, the yeah, sun behind my back lighting them. Yeah. That way you don't have the issue. That right. goes back to the old. But then you uh, have the old squinting going on. I'd rather have them squint and go, oh, I closed my eyes. Well, well I, yeah, but you're exposed correctly, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to shoot. You you want it in the opposite direction from right. the, or, where the sun is to get the right lighting. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, the other option, too, is you have them par- in a parallel to the sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that way you're getting kind of a gradated light across the group. But the iPhone is going to compensate for that. The, the right. iPhone cameras are amazing, the things that they'll do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, you'd probably be okay doing it like that. But, you know, otherwise, if you really want to shoot into the sun, I would start looking for those gradated filters. I will tell you the glass gradated neutral density filters, you're looking at 100 150 bucks a pop. Hmm. Well, but you can well, get them yeah. for $3. Yeah, but you can get the Koken ones cheaper. Oh, is Koken yeah. a different type of material or no, a brand? No, Koken is just different brand, okay. but they a came out name. years and years right. and years ago. And gotcha. they flooded the market with these filters. So there's tons of them out there. Interesting. Oh, yeah, all kinds of special effects and things. All right, Jack, hope that helps you out. Yeah, hey, thanks for the information. Appreciate it. Anytime. Yeah, thanks for calling. Yep, bye. Bye. It's kind of interesting, people's concerns about stuff, right? You know, he's worried about damaging his camera. Taking, yeah. Taking, I wouldn't even have thought of that. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the thing is, you know, because it's so bright, the, the, yeah. the exposure is going to be so short that it's yeah. not going to have a chance. That makes sense. Unless you're shooting with a, with a regular digital camera and you are controlling exposure manually. And even then, you're still not going to. Not going to do anything. Good. Yeah. Let's go to Jim in New Britain, who's been on the longest. Hey, Jim, what's going on with you? Hey, I love your love your program. By Thank the you. way, appreciate it. Uh, I'm an old timer, and when I was in the Navy, uh, I was on a ship, a destroyer tender that had a processing uh, 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 for film, yeah, uh, like a lab? laboratory, mm-hmm. laboratory. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. I I was friends with with the the lab the the, the uh, fellow that was the uh, uh, processing everything the mm-hmm. f- photographer I guess I, I yeah it was labeled as a photographer but anyway mm-hmm. uh, I would watch and I got interested in in photography and I picked up over the years some. Uh, uh, Cameras, film like Nikon's uh, old film cameras. Yeah. Uh, they, my question, basically, my question is this: uh, Do I throw those away? Is there a couple people that want those? Or, or uh, I have some uh, lenses, long lenses, and all. Are they hmm. do they work on the newer cameras? And uh, are the film cameras worth anything? Are they you said they're sort of coming back. Would you be able to use those again? <laughs> okay, let's let's start with the um, will they fit? The Nikon lenses will fit any Nikon camera other than the new mirrorless cameras, unless you have the adapter for it. Jeez. Nikon Nikon never changed their film mount until they came out with the 
mirrorless cameras. So lenses that are, you know, well, I'm 64. Lenses that were made when I was made will fit the newer cameras. As long as either they'll go in directly or you can buy the adapter if you have a mirrorless camera and you can use the lenses. So the glass, the glass is not an issue. Um, e- even if they're like, you know, a Sears brand lens with an icon mount, it'll still work. Hmm. Um, as far as the cameras, film is coming back hot. I mean, you know, um, Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z, and now the new Gen A's, which I didn't know they had a new model, but apparently they do. Yeah. Um, they are shooting film because it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I unloaded, and I, I hate to say it, but I unloaded a Minolta camera I had with two lenses for 500 bucks. To a Gen Zer? Yeah. I paid $6 for it at a flea market. <laughs> the cameras worked. Yeah. You can you can run film through them. The only thing you got to worry about are those little point and shoots. That's the same way cryptocurrency works too by yeah. the way. So but, 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 I don't yeah. go ahead. But uh, those little point and shoot <laughs> cameras, I mean nice. The way that they're designed is there's a lot of plastic gears in there and sometimes with a lot of use they go. So you can find buyers is what he's saying. There, yeah, Jim. yeah. Where I, did you where did you try I, to sell it on 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 uh, Facebook or how'd you sell it? Uh, yeah, Facebook Marketplace. I've never heard good things about it. Yeah, you, yeah. I, I would go eBay if eBay. you're going to sell them. There you go, Jim. Um, if nice. go ahead. Well, we got to take I a quick break I, before you ask another question, Jim, because Carolyn's going to kill me. So can I put you on hold for a second and go to a quick break? Okay. All right. Thanks. All right. I'm going to okay. put you on hold and get back to Jim. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. not mad at me anymore and let's go back to jim in new britain and see what his second question was what else you're going to ask there jim okay well like i i collected maybe half a dozen or maybe a couple more uh older uh film film some uh, i remember one in particular was a german camera that was supposed to be the best at that at that time Zeiss Icon or Contacts? Zeiss, yes. Yeah, I think it was a Nikon, yeah, yeah. Well, oh. Nikon's not German. Yeah, it's Japanese. No, no, this was a German one. Leica? I, I don't um, Oh, Nikon. No. Well, it no. wasn't Leica. Leica. Well, let's see, there's Zeiss Icons, Contacts, Contaflex. Are you trying to uh, say this was before your time, probably. Do you think then, or Jim, are you asking that if it's a foreign-made camera like that in Germany, that the quality you think might give it even a higher value is what you're thinking? Yeah. What My main question actually is, and I think you answered it, uh, they're coming back. Yeah. Yeah. So they're vi- so they're still valuable. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, lens, the lenses and all that. Sure. The prices are yeah. going up. Mm-hmm. The demand, wow. demand, demand is is there. People want to buy them because they're cool. Two, two of the oh. people who graduated with my son, uh, my son's thirty one, but he, two of the people he graduated with, they live out in out in Seattle, and they only shoot film. Mm. They will not shoot digital because with vintage it, cameras. Yeah, it a f- film is organic. Ah. Digital's not, and it's like give me a break. <laughs> I have I used to send a film out yeah. to like Kodak and all. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they have places like that still? 
Uh, yeah, there are there are labs out there. Um, I haven't really shot film that I haven't processed myself mm. and sent to any of these labs because the stuff I've done has been black and white. Yeah. And then I just scan the images I want. So I can wait until my wife goes to bed, go out in the kitchen, turn the lights off, process my film, and she doesn't. She knows nothing happened. It looks the same as yeah, when she went to bed. Yeah, but doesn't it have that smell? Yeah, but I don't okay. care. Yeah. I turn on the range hood. But, um, <laughs> you know. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. You answered my question. Right, and, um, and check- I, I hate it. I mean, they're so these cameras are very, very expensive that yeah. I had. What? Yeah. What? Approximately I, what I vintage? Throw them away. What, what, what year? Approximately. Uh, I would say that uh, I, when I was, uh, well, like I said, it was a service. I bought a very expensive uh-huh. camera on the ship, but right. that was late fifties. Okay, and then I. I picked up in the in the sixty. I was still in the service. I picked up in the sixties. Uh, I picked up a couple more cameras. Mm-hmm. In in the meantime, I'm sort of uh, I got into the picked picked up different things over the years. I don't yeah, remember yeah. exactly what years, but it's probably seventies. Uh-huh. I'll give you. Uh, I'll just give you one little bit to think about. The night when you were on ship, you probably bought a Nikon because Nikon had a contract with the, with the uh, Defense Department to provide this yeah. stuff. Um, the Nikon F was their camera, and they were probably about uh, late fifties vintage. You're probably talking three hundred bucks, maybe maybe a little bit more. Um, yeah. I bought some Nikon Fs probably twenty years ago because nobody wanted them anymore because they were old. I paid. I don't know, $25 a piece for them mm-hmm. from B&H in New York. And they were happy to get rid of them because they had a bunch that they bought. Yep. Uh, they, they, they traded on them. And um, I sold an Icon F for $450 there you go, two Jim. years ago. There you go. And, uh, I mean, it worked. I mean, these things you can take and yeah. throw them against a wall, well, we pick them up, that. and they'll yeah, still they work. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I would go – I would. Right. Find out what camera models you have and go look on eBay and see right. what they're selling for. And then if you want to sell them in person, add 10%. There you go, Jim. And thank you for your service, sir. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Thank All right. You. All right. We're going to move on to the next caller. He's got something to do. And uh, we're going to go to – who do we got next here? We're going to go to Maureen in uh, West Hartford, according to Carolyn. i got to go to you, Maureen, first. What's going on? Well, it's not a long call, first uh, of all. Interesting program today, as always. Uh, and I want to thank Mr. Ryan. Oh, my for, pleasure. Uh, helping me with a broken camera five years ago, ah. 2018. I can't ah. believe it. I left it out in the rain, sir. Ah, yeah. And I got soaked. And all I said is, I'm going to get killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a brand new camera. And you told me to, um, you know, put put it in rice. Uh-huh. And I kept on doing that and just shaking around in rice, a bag of rice, and it works. Nice. I'm glad to hear that. The magic of rice. <laughs> that works for also it some, is. A, a lot of electronic equipment, Maureen. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I was just so thankful because it was a downpour. And who would have thought they would leave their camera case outside with the, oh, you yeah. know, the top open? Yeah. And it really got soaked. We're human. And the second... Oh. Hello? Yeah. The second? Oh, and the second thing was uh, I still have those... Stuck photos together. <laughs> oh my gosh! 
Yes, do you remember? Yes, I do. I do. They're wedding pictures, correct? Uh, Their wedding, their early kids, and things like that. Yeah, unfortunately, those are the kind of things where if you really want to do it, put them in a bucket of water and let them soak for a week or so, and then see if you can peel them apart. Oh, my goodness. That's the only thing I can say. I mean, it's... I get that stuff occasionally, and you know that it, that stuff like that worked for me. Letting them soak for a week and then slowly peeling them apart. Hope that helps you, Maureen. We gotta go yeah. to we gotta go to a hard break here, but rice and water. Who would have thunk it? Yeah. This is Digital Camera Show. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Computer Talk with Tab. Remember, next Saturday we are live in the historic district of East Hartford, according to the Googles, uh, where our uh, hermetically sealed Tab Computer Systems uh, corporate headquarters is. We're going to be doing our in uh, our e-cycling event. So if you have old computers and stuff you want to get rid of, come on down to East Hartford uh, next Saturday. We'll be broadcasting live. Joey will be helping us. And uh, we'll do the show live, and we'll have you come through Environmental Office Solutions, also of East Hartford. We'll be collecting the um, e-cycling and uh, responsibly recycle your electronic stuff so it doesn't end up in a landfill. Mm-hmm. And you can finally get rid of those 15 cell phones in your drawer and the three computers and the printers, or whatever junk you want to get rid of uh, on Saturday, next Saturday, over at Tab Computer Systems in East Hartford. So go on Facebook, and you'll find all the information. Mark it on your calendar. We'd love to see you and uh, go from there. So John Ryan's with me in the studio here. Dennis is on vacation. Lucky him. But John, we have the luck. We have the luck of having John Ryan here. John, how how do people reach you if they want to reach you during? Oh uh, well, they can reach me. My email address is j ryan, the number zero six at snet. 
SNET.net. Have you listened to the show before? Yes. All right, that's going to go away eventually on you. Uh, no, I think, you know, but then I can switch to my John Ryan, a uh, John at JohnRyanPhotography.com. There we go. Actually, that works too. Uh, All right. My phone number is 860-997-3653. Sounds good. So John's here to take your digital camera questions. And we got a bunch of calls coming in here, so let's, we've got to go to uh, who's the next digital camera question going on here? We're going to Bill, who's been on the longest. Bill in Windsor. What's happening, Bill? Good morning. How are you today? Good, sir. How are you? Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, two questions. One, I have a Minolta 202. Uh-huh. This takes a battery, a 1.35 volt. It's a Mercury battery or a Dave or Mallory battery of PS625. Uh-huh. The problem is you can't get Mercury batteries, so what are my options now? Oh, you got a real easy thing. Go online and look for a Mercury, at Mercury battery adapter. The, the adapter fits around the, um, uh, let's see, it's an MS76, or they have another battery that's similar in size to what you use now. It's the same voltage. You drop the battery into the adapter, put the battery into the uh, battery slot, close it up, and you're good to go. So it's just an adapter. And, yeah, it's just an adapter. And the regular uh, cover will still fit? Yes, absolutely. Look at that. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, those things Those things were big because when mercury batteries went away, everybody and their brother were coming up with adapters so that you could still use the battery. And the battery well on a camera is, well, on, for the Minolta's, where it was the same size. So they just made the battery adapter, and you dropped a, another battery in there. Perfect. But, yeah, you're, I have, um, I have a, a, a Minolta ST. No, no. Not, well, anyway, it takes a Mercury battery. I have it so periodically. Plus, I have a little Canon uh, rangefinder camera. Same thing. They, went, they use Mercury okay. batteries, and it went to the uh, 625, something like that. Hmm. But, yeah, yeah, you can, you can find these adapters. Nice. Um, eBay. Um, KEH camera, uh, Robert's camera. Robert's camera is really good. They're out in um, Illinois, I believe. Hmm. I actually bought some. Uh, surprised I say this. Bought some film cameras just recently from them. Yep. And the deals were phenomenal. And the, I mean, they had them there. They actually they actually underrate the quality. If they say something is in poor quality, it's in good. Something that's like okay, it's actually like you just took it out of the camera box. Wow, they're really good people, okay. they're really fast. They probably will have something like that for you. All right, Bill. Okay, so one more next question I have a Nikon View uh, Tool Stand 5. Uh-huh. Uh, the Nikon software went away years ago, so I was using View Stand now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But here's where I'm, I'm looking recommendations for how to set this up because I it's got the uh. Standard, basic, and professional. I set it in professional mode. But how would you, what would be your recommendations? Should I do this scanning just basically with the view scan and then do any touch up I want to do with Photoshop, or should I play with the settings in the view scan hmm. initially? Um, how proficient are you in Photoshop? Reasonable. Okay, well, that's good. Then, then I would say view scan to Photoshop would be okay. Uh, if you go to, but if you go into the professional settings and you look at the settings, you're going to see that it's really similar to the levels and the curves and stuff like that in Photoshop. You should be able to tweak it, but bear in mind you're going to have to do that for every picture. Yikes! Mm-hmm. Where view scan, view scan is going to give you a composite image that is 
um, pretty good. I have a scanner, and I use ViewScan still, mm-hmm. uh, my Epson scanner, and it works really great. I mean, if you want to, you could download a, a demo of Silverfast and try that. Um, yeah, I've seen that. I'm not familiar with yeah, it. Yeah, actually, they have Silverfast now has an AI component in there, so you'll be able to scan your stuff, and it'll just take over all the appliances and stuff in your house, too. But uh, Silverfast is a really, really, really good scanning program. ViewScan is great, absolutely wonderful. I like ViewScan. Nice. Um, the Nikon scanning software is pretty good. It can be a little clunky to use sometimes, but, you know. They haven't updated it, though. No, they haven't and, updated it to work with my math. And they never will, mm. ever. You, you, you have what you have. Um, you're going to be dealing with workarounds, and I think ViewScan is going to be your easiest workaround. All right. That's what I thought. And my pictures are all shot, mostly all on Totochrome 64, uh-huh. a smaller minority on 25, and then some Ectochrome, but it's basically Totochrome 64. Uh-huh. And what I've been doing is primarily selecting the best the best slides and using those sure. scanning and leaving the rest behind just just as a precaution if the scanner ever went i want to copy the best first absolutely and, absolutely i that's a perfect strategy um and you know make sure you put those slides i don't know how many you got but you put them in something thousands fi- thousands well get yourself a fireproof uh um filing cabinet covered in tinfoil yeah and 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 just uh-huh. lock them up and let your kids yeah. or your grandkids worry about them <laughs> yeah, I keep them in slide trays, not the not the carousel. I got them in box, metal boxes that are slide trays. Oh yeah, yeah, so that, those in. are those are good uh, good storage options. All right, Bill, is that helpful? Okay, thank you very much. You it bet. Helped me a lot. Have a great day. You Have too. Nice good luck. Day. You too. All right. Great, very good. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. Let's go on quickly over to Kathy, who's been on the longest. What's happening, Kathy? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I I don't have a digital camera question, but. Um, I just switched from streaming with DirecTV yep. with the little box that they give you yep. to um, YouTube uh, YouTube TV. Yep. Um, but I can't get it to work. And I'm if I spent all day on it, I might be able to figure it out. But I thought, oh, I'm going to call Tab instead. There you go. So you need a you need a device that'll like a smart TV that'll run the YouTube TV app, and or I have uh, that. Yep. Okay. When you say it won't work, then what do you mean? Well, I thought I plugged everything in properly, but I guess I didn't. Um, I I did have a um, HDMI cable running from the DirecTV box directly into my television. Yeah. But now that I don't have the DirecTV box anymore, right? I, I I I'm thinking I need to have a cable going from my modem right into the TV. Nope. That's what I prefer. Well, not quite. You need an intermediary to actually display that image, right? So you need a Roku or a NVIDIA Shield, some sort of device that would replace that box. Or if your TV is a smart TV, is it, does it happen yeah. to be a smart TV? It is a smart TV, yep. Then you don't need anything into the into the TV at all. You just go to the apps of the, you know, the app store of the TV, download YouTube yeah. TV app, log in, and you're done as long as you make sure the TV gets on the internet. So now your TV, if it's smart, probably has a wireless way or a hardwired way to get to the Internet. So you're going to have to configure the Wi-Fi settings on your TV to connect to your your wireless home network. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. And you know what? Now you've reminded me, too. I think we used to use a fire stick. 
Yeah. Um, rather than using the smart TV itself. You can use okay. the Fire Stick again. I, I think they're going to allow for YouTube TV to run on it. Sometimes they fight with each other, these companies. Okay. Um, but see if you can load the amp, the YouTube TV app on the Fire Stick. If you can, then the Fire Stick gets on the Wi-Fi, and then you choose that HDMI connection, and you're you're golden again. Okay. Yeah. Now it's coming back to me. We used to have YouTube TV before yep. Directv. Yep. Um, and we had a um, you said Roku, right? Yep. Roku like YouTube TV. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You got right. you got it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. Good luck. Thanks for your help. You're welcome. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. It is funny how you. You, you just try to reestablish, no matter what it is in life. How yeah. do you how do you do something, and it gets all confused? Yeah, that's the thing, you know. And the funny thing about YouTube TV is when I, because my I have a smart TV. When I look at YouTube TV, it's like I spent all that money to buy a computer monitor, because that's what it is now. It's it just is. it's just like my look. I'm just like watching it on my laptop. Exactly. I'm just watching it on a 60 inch monitor. Exactly. We'll step over a quick break. Bill, Tom, hang on. This is Computer Talk. We're here till 11. We'll be. All right, we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab, and we've got the big digital camera show going on with John Ryan. We had a caller call in, um, ask a question about our e-cycling event, about data on the hard drive. So the question was, do they have to? Do you have to delete your data on the hard drive before you bring in your computers to the event? You technically do not, because Environmental Office Solutions will destroy your hard drive. But if you want to feel a little safer, you can delete it. Um, that's fine too. You can delete it and take a hammer to it if you want. Um, that works too. Um, but they're going to destroy the hard drives for you so you don't have to worry about it. But it is a good question. All right, let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to who's next here? Who's the longest? We're going to go to Bill in Plainville for John Ryan. What's going on, Bill? Hi, Eric. Hi, Hi. John. Hi. I, I have a lens that uh, I like because it's convenient uh, 28 to 80 millimeter. Sometimes I like to travel lightly. Sure. And unfortunately, this is an old lens, and it needs cleaning on the inside. Canon won't clean it, and there's a company that cleans lens. I can't remember. They're online, but they said they don't have the equipment to clean it. Now, you, you would think that somebody would be able to take some take a, a screwdriver uh, take it apart and clean it. Is there anybody around here that can do it or somebody mm-hmm. I can mail it to? Uh, well, depending upon how complex this is uh, and how, well, how you have a lot of visible dust in it? Yes. Have you noticed the visible dust affecting the images at all? I haven't, but I have trouble focusing with it. And I see, I went into a camera store, sure. a, a very camera store to buy a, a mirrorless that I'm very happy with it uh-huh. it's small it's light it's it's it was it's I bought an R10 and I love it uh I do I go into the woods a lot uh-huh. with hiking groups and whatever and when I go in the woods I want something light because I need sure. a backpack and um he said it's really very dirty on the inside I was telling him I had hmm. trouble with it and I also needed to see if it would if this kind of a lens would work with the adapter right. that you buy with uh, with a mirrorless, mm-hmm. and he said uh, it's it's long gone. So I figured if somebody could take it apart and clean mm-hmm. it, how about, um, preci- how about precision camera in Enfield? Yeah, I will call them. Um, oh. The only thing is, I mean, a lot of 
a lot of lenses now. I'm guessing this is a manual focus Canon lens. Uh, it, it does have autofocus. It, oh, it does. The model is, it's an EF. Uh, hold on. So it, it's an EF 20, uh, 28 to 80 millimeter. It's, it's the, the, the lens itself is plastic. Sure. Sure. And um, I, bought, I bought cheap. I, I, I tend to buy a lot of, uh, secondhand stuff. I go out to Amazon. With that. Sure. Or, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I family and on the West coast. So glaciers is very good. And, oh uh, yeah. yeah. My my suggestion, when you go to you go to precisioncamera.com, the website, and you can look up your lens, mm. and it'll tell you exactly what it's going to cost. Mm-hmm. I would take that number, I would go on eBay, and I would look up a Canon EF twenty eight to eighty, right, in mint condition, and see what the price difference is. I'm guessing it's going to be almost the same. I would just buy another lens. If that lens is that dirty inside, if you look at if somebody looks at it and says, wow, you got a lot of dirt in there, I, I just personally, I would say that camp, that lens has been beat up. It's time to get a new one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And 28 to 80s, I mean, those were kit lenses. There's hundreds and hundreds of those for sale. I mean, you should be able to find one relatively inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll be EF, so, you know, you've got the same thing. It'll work on the, uh, well, it's not an FTZ. That's Nikon's adapter. Um, well, the adapter that takes an EF mount to the uh, R mount, so mm-hmm. it should work fine. That would be my suggestion. I mean, realistically, taking apart a lens and cleaning it. Um, you need a clean room, right? Y- well, yeah, yeah. You need a really clean or a clean box or something to take it apart mm-hmm. in. But the thing is, when you start getting into separating lens elements and cleaning them Yikes. and putting them back, you got to make sure that they're exactly precise. It's it's real tough. I had a lens that uh, got broken one time. The front end got sheared right off by somebody running into me. I hmm. sent it out to get it fixed. It came back. It looked beautiful. Never focused right again. That was your roller derby days, right? Actually, yes. It had to be. It was. Um, and, uh, <laughs> it just never focused right again. I still, ke- I have it because I just don't like to throw that kind of stuff away, but you know, yep. it's going to be cheaper to go out and and look it. for another lens. I, I, I think, and I'm not sure, I don't know if the R has come out with a comparable mount yet. You might want to look for a new R mount lens that's in that focal uh, length range. I will check. Uh, last time I checked, they haven't, and I keep reading that uh, they're going to be coming out with uh, more. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. They just released uh, a, a new up, I think it's what, an R10 Mark II or something like that. Uh, so, you know, they're they're really pushing their R stuff. They want The, the EF mount is going to go away, hmm. and it's going to be all R. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you. My pleasure. Right, Good luck. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, bye-bye. Um, yeah, sometimes it makes more sense to replace than repair. Yeah. Let's move on to uh, Tom in Hartford. What's happening, Tom? Hey, guys. Hey. Hope you're doing well. Yes. Great show. Thanks. Hey, quick question, because I know you were talking a little bit about how film was making a comeback. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom bought me a Canon AE-1. Oh, classic camera. Yeah. Uh, so... That sounds like it might still be a viable option within the film. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. The Canon AE-1, I have one. It works great. 
Um, the only difficult part you're going to have is finding the battery, but you can find the battery online all day long. It's not a problem. But that camera, I mean, it was fabulous. That camera actually was the number one camera in the world uh, in the amount of units sold for like three or four years. Didn't Andre Agassi sell that? Yeah, and they actually, they actually had, uh, they had the Agassi doing it, and they had an Olympic version of it. Yeah. They came out, um, but great cameras, and you can buy, you can find the old um, FD mount lenses all day long. All day long, seriously, and they're That's cheap. So no, yeah, they're absolutely cheap. I bought a. Uh, it's eBay, right? This is where you're looking. Yeah, eBay. I have a I have a, a Canon F1, which was the top of the line camera at that time, and I always wanted the 200 28 lens. I found it, and I'm going to pitch Robert's camera again. I found it on Robert's camera for hundred and fifty dollars. That lens, when it first was brand new, was over a grand. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. The thing was sweet. Perfect. came with the case. I mean, and it, oh, it's, it's a wonderful lens. I, I'm almost afraid to take it out and use it It was sometimes. mint in box. Yeah, mint in box. Well, I didn't get the box, but it was, you know, <laughs> it came with the lens case. Nice. Um, so that's what I would do. I mean, I would stay with the, yeah. the, the uh, AE1. I mean, and I'd get the little winder for it so you get a little motor. I was um, I was really, really young when—, yeah. when I bought it when my mom bought it for me, uh-huh. and I had to do with it. You know, I would just put some film in and start snapping pictures, sure. like you said before. You know, you're wasting, like, more than half the roll. Yep. And then finally, when I started really getting into cameras a little bit more, the DSLRs came out, and I ended up buying one of those, another Canon. Uh, but I wanna, but since film, you mentioned film, I always liked the way the film pictures, when, right. when you take a really good one, uh-huh. how it yeah. comes out. Yep. So I, I'm thinking of, of getting in. Any film recommendations for that? Oh, well, my my favorite film is I always used to shoot a lot of either Fuji uh, 200 or Fuji 400. And what I would okay. do is I would, with the 200, I would shoot it at, at ISO 100. And the 400, I would shoot at ISO 200. It overexposed by one stop because what because I shoot mostly people. And what that does is that's kind of a an in-camera retouch. It smooths skin tones and things like that. Hmm. And, you know, it just, color negative film can take more, can take overexposure and still give you wonderful prints. It's not so hot on the underexposure side, but you can, it works. All so right. I would go with the Fuji film. I think it works better. I think it has a more accurate skin tone. All right, Tom. Oh, thank you very much, guys. I know you guys got to stop here, so thanks yeah, so much. We appreciate your call. Thank you very much. Thanks. So ironically, during the big digital camera show, we spoke purely about analog film the entire well, show. <laughs> I, I, I can I can bring it back to digital. Yeah. If you have a Photoshop or Lightroom, you can download uh, these things called presets mm-hmm. for whatever kind of film you like. If you like Fuji film, you can download a preset, apply it to your your image, and it'll look just like you shot it on film. Lovely. All right. So I want to thank John Ryan for joining us on the Always program. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Great to have you. We want to thank all you guys for calling in on this lovely. Labor Day weekend. Thank Mike G for posting what we talked about and Carolyn for producing. And don't remember, we're going to be in the historic district of East Hartford taking your old e-waste for you next Saturday live. So come on down. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.